Hello, Steve here. Welcome to Real Health. Yes, real health. Actual health. Health that actually works. Uh, do you expect a pill to help you? Yeah. Um, some pills reduce symptoms, and that's the idea of allopathic medicine, the mainstream medical model. But uh, if you're well nourished, with at least uh, 90 plus of the essential micronutrients that we require daily and for the rest of our life to ward off any illness and to live long, way past 100. People, people that are doing it right, uh, they're, they're smashing it. Uh, they are. Um, you know, you hear, there is dumb luck out there, like uh, you hear centenarians get interviewed by journalists and how do you attribute your long life? What, what do you attribute to your, long, your long life to? And the you know decrepit old person, um, the, the ones that reach reach by reach uh, hundred by dumb luck. Um, you know, I've got family. Uh, I have a nip of uh, gin each night. Uh, those sort of things. Um, uh, you never hear that they're vegan or that they. Walk, walk five mile a day or bloody whatever uh, they're spiritual or you know you don't hear that sort of sort of stuff like we we, we imagine you know there are spiritual people they got a lot of supports around and that may be also be the case but by dumb luck most of them by dumb luck some of them do really uh, know uh, what to do with um, what's required supplementation wise and diet uh, some even, even by dumb luck diet wise don't don't eat gluten or oils or um, sugar, mainly for vanity reasons. Even even an elderly elderly person is fairly vain. Um, nothing wrong with that either, uh, with their appearance, and, that, and that's fine. That's fine. That's uh, normal. A normal human condition. It's one of the deadly seven deadly sins, uh, vanity. But you know. Is it a seven deadly sin or is that pride? Um, yeah, but I know pride is. But anyway, uh, that's that's out of my pay grade. That sort of talk. Um, so today's theme, on top of my regular sort of spiels from, uh, you know, especially advocating the forty-four, the forty-four health regime, especially uh, the the forty-four that I'm on. Take away, cut those four food categories that I always mention, the uh, gluten, uh, oils, fried food, as in oils in a bottle as well, uh, and burnt animal fat, that's that's all part of oils, uh, sugar, including uh, limiting or even eliminating uh, fruit. Yes, I advocate eliminating, uh, eliminating fruit. Uh, I've actually, you know, not by actual hard choice, but just a lazy choice, I guess, uh, with vegetables. I haven't yeah, uh, no, no vegetables. Uh, I had some a few weeks back, but um, you know, for, for months and months before that, no, no, no veggies. Uh, veggies aren't that. You know, in, the, in the last episode, fruit and veg, they're not that benign. Uh, they can actually, they do us harm all the time. We just don't attribute it to the fruit and veg intake. We attribute it to oh, it must mean the bad water, bad meat, bad. Uh, you know, milk's milk's gone off. The cheese is bad. Uh, you know, the, the pizza is made by a schmuck or whatever the, the excuse is. Uh, yeah, so that was that episode. Today's theme, okay, okay, today's theme. More COVID talk. Oh, gee, more COVID talk. Uh, I'm going to get cancelled. I was going to spread misinformation. Well, you may be getting misinformation. The, uh, the gatekeepers might give you the information gatekeepers might be giving you misinformation. Whatever happened to uh, their diligent and proper information about wearing gloves? Like, we've forgotten about that. About uh, picking up COVID from surfaces. We totally forgot about that as well. We're clinging onto the masks. Uh, that's the virtue signal of that. Um, one little odd anecdote was um, a lady here in Queensland uh, tested positive for COVID and uh, they tested the husband, no COVID. What's going on there? Well, uh, who, 
knows what's going going on? And then later, there was another, you know, a, a day later at least. Uh, oh, the husband's now, now positive. Well, were they fishing? Or, or, you know, what's the go there? Well, why keep on testing the poor bastard? You know, stick that prong up his nose again and again. They, they stick, they're sticking prongs up people's noses when they're actually dying of something else. Like, just leave the poor, poor people alone, for God's sake. Anyway, and uh, yeah, there's there's uh, conspiracies talk out there about you know COVID is a five five G thing, and oh, I don't know, take that as a grain of salt. But um, yeah, vaccines, uh, there's um, you know what the themes are. Um, I've already expressed in quite a few episodes from uh, the little little tidbits that I uh, go on is um, that I think that vaccines are uh, benign. They neither help or harm us. Or harm us. If they do help or harm us, uh, yeah, uh, we need to sort of take that um, particular proof of harm or or help and uh, use it properly. But um, when, when there's inconsistencies and huge policy made on something that is designed to just uh, treat symptoms rather than you getting infected. Uh, I don't know, something's a bit off. It's, it's not quite right there. Um, you know, COVID is a disi- uh, like a symptom complex, right? It's not the disease itself. Uh, SARS-CoV-2 is the apparent, the, the, the uh, thing that they isolate. I'm not sure if they really isolated it. Um, we saw pictures of uh, COVID, you know, those artists, um, Representations of what COVID is, you know, that spiky thing. Oh, that's a spike protein. That's that's what those spike things, spike things are. That's the spike proteins. Yeah, well, this small COVID uh, talk part of uh, today's theme is um, to give you some more insights on what it takes to identify a virus. We, we were first able to see something that's uh, smaller than the naked eye back in the 1880s and 90s when Louis Pasteur. Uh, saw little things growing in the wine, and uh, that's where germ theory came about. You know, things are out there trying to kill us. Uh, I'm, I'm not buying the whole germ theory thing. Um, I don't think I've caught anything from someone that's contagious with supposed whatever they have. Uh, and I invite one of my bets, one of my four bets out there is uh, if someone's got COVID, I invite you to sneeze, cough, or if you're a sexy young chick, you can tongue kiss me if you want. And uh, if I get COVID, there's a hundred bucks there for you. If I got a thousand bucks, I'll give you a thousand bucks. If I got a million bucks, there's a million bucks there for you. And uh, I'll be the first person, though. Um, I'll be the first person that um, that uh, can prove that to me. Gets gets the cold hard cash. Uh, yeah, so I'll, I want to test my sanity, test my rationales, my reasoning. My 10, or probably approaching 12,000 hours of uh, health research. So uh, yeah, that's that's out there for, for people that want to take take on that challenge. There was a challenge regarding viruses. There was a challenge, um, what, five, five years ago? There's different uh, versions of this uh, on Google, but uh, this is the full story. Um, a virologist, a German virologist, uh, oh, what's his name? What was his name? Sorry, I forgot his name. The one that uh, disproved or put out a bet, much like mine, his bet was 100,000 euro. 100,000 euro if you could actually uh, show me proof that measles exists uh, several people tried nah 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 this one uh, young punk uh, a medical student uh, went a bit more beyond what a uh, you know what a simple person would say oh well people get it you know we have measles parties and people get it and uh, oh all the literature says there's measles, measles. Well, that's not good enough. So this young punk, I'm not sure exactly how he uh, proved it, but uh, he went to court. So uh, he went to the first court. Um, 
like a, I don't know, a German equivalent of like a magistrate or some sort of a civil thing. Uh, civil ma- magistrate, uh, yeah. I don't know, but uh, the, one of the lower courts. And uh, he lost the bet. You've got to pay up. He said, fuck you. No, no, I'm not paying up. No, he hasn't really proved it. So he took it, took it further. He appealed. So the next year, I think it was uh, 2017, Google only stops it. Oh, he lost the bet. You know, measles actually exists in 2016. Ah, no, nah, but there's a 2017 thing where he appealed and, no, nah, you still got to pay. Ah, wait a minute. No, no, no. He went to the, the high, highest court in Germany. Like, I'm not sure if it's called the High Court or the Supreme Court, whatever it's called, the, the highest court, the highest appeal court, whatever it is in Germany. 2018? Uh, several... Um, learned professionals and people that can speak reason rather than well that's what it says uh, measles exists therefore it exists well nah so uh, yeah the rationale and I said no sorry uh, can't prove it he then what won the case uh, he didn't have to pay up the young punk uh, 100, 100 euro 100,000 euro and also 120 or 30k US 150k bloody Aussie so yeah, he didn't have to pay. And uh, I heard him on a uh, podcast uh, middle of uh, 2020. Uh, Simon, Simon something. Is the virologist name? Well, actually, he doesn't call himself a virologist anymore because viruses don't exist. Anyway, he, he's... Uh, but he's subscribed to something even even more sort of... What? What? That doesn't make sense. Uh German new medicine it's a, some sort of spirit this and that that makes us have these diseases um, you know child uh, neglect and all those sort of things um, I haven't really looked into it but uh, at the time it just felt felt a bit uh, I don't know this is a bit too out there um, oh, I'd like to look at look into it a bit further but um, Ben uh, no that wasn't Simon Anyway, it might come to me in the course of this uh, episode. So, yeah, he proved uh, measles hasn't been isolated. And have they really isolated uh, COVID? Uh, I think those COVID pictures uh, disappeared. Um, They're not showing those COVID uh, pictures much anymore. Maybe it's not even COVID. It's just uh, one of those artist artist, uh, representations. And um, there's a whole discipline on... Uh, medical uh, illustration artist you know, there's a whole discipline on that stuff so yeah um, and also what we see through a, a microscope that's what I'm uh, wanting to really sort of focus a bit more on uh, today in trying to isolate uh, a virus do you know really what it takes to isolate a virus whether you've actually got the virus that you're trying to isolate or not uh, you know some some may uh, know about uh, exosomes where you know, maybe we're uh, mistakenly uh, thinking that viruses are exosomes or exosomes you know basically uh, in short uh, excreted from, from cells uh, they're waste from cells or um, they're excreted from cells to clean up as a clean up process uh, they're probably another form of immunity uh, you know, that sort of thing. You know, we can't be grandiose enough, enough to uh, to actually understand fully what how immunity works, how cells work, and that sort of thing. You know, there's some say out there. Uh, there's a hundred thousand uh, cell interactions, hundred thousand chemical reactions in cells every second. And uh, you know, we we got all this uh, medical mainstream grandiosity based on one reaction. You know, so based on even those numbers like yeah, it's a bit grandiose to, to think that a jab in the arm with uh, a few bloody aborted fetal cells and uh, aluminium and whatever else goes in vaccines now you know, a gel oh, that um, supposed uh, hydrogel that goes in the, vac- uh, the I'm not sure which carriers have the hydrogel in the vaccine maybe all of the um, COVID vaccines have the hydrogel that hydrogel has apparently got nanoparticles in it, so you know all those five G people. Yeah, you know you can go to town on that, maybe. I don't know. Until people start keeling over, 
being exposed to uh, 5G and uh, that, that sort of thing, yeah, I'll, I will start pricking my ears and eyes a bit more. But until that time, uh, no. Um, I have to see stuff for myself. And uh, also, you know, the, the idea of government uh, locking us down, you know, for, for this uh, this bad virus but that's out there. Well, why why can't we believe that uh, if this virus was actually bad, if there is such a thing as this virus going on, don't you think that individuals or smaller groups? small groups of individuals will, will, will lock down even worse than government would ever imagine. If things were actually happening out there, people were keeling over, particularly knowing, knowingly come in contact with someone with uh, COVID, uh, people will be locking down worse than government. Yes, uh, people are quite intuitive and intelligent as individuals and uh, as smaller, smaller groups, not huge collectives. Oh no, the huger the collective group, the stupider the, the decisions will be. Hence government. <laughs> and yes, uh, based on that sort of talk, you, you might think I'm a right wing right wing guy. Well, yeah, maybe. Uh, but uh, right wing has its own limitations and drawbacks and so do libertarians and bloody atheists and theists and all that sort of thing. So yeah, one, one of these days, uh, down the track, I'll do a whole spiel, a whole show on uh, what, where I'm coming from, what my ideology is. So, but you know, you, you've got uh, you've got clues. I'm certainly not uh, mainstream, that's for sure. And I'm benefiting because I'm not mainstream. And the more mainstream you are, the more sick, the more decrepit you'll be. Yes. And I forgot to mention the the other four, the other four, the forty-four, the first four to take away those. Uh, Bad foods. Uh, the other four, if you're wondering what the 44 is, the other four is um, adding the four micronutrients, the four classes of micronutrients that are made up of 60 plus minerals, uh, 16 vitamins, 12 essential amino acids, and two essential fatty acids. So I just wanted to clear that up. That's the chassis of my uh, regime that I'm on. Fighting fit at uh, nearly 50 from, from being uh, fat. Uh, fired 40 something to being 50 fab fabulous fit whatever at 50 soon so that's that so uh, if you have any uh, need for any more questions or want to reach out to uh, wondering Based on my proof of life video, I'll put more on. I'll sort of start discussing some more videos. I just don't, don't have time. You know, I'm too busy trying to trying to find uh, you know proper work and you know, that sort of thing. So yeah, isolating the virus. So, so some of you may have heard of Andrew Kaufman. He he reasoned that uh, you know what we're actually seeing is exosomes. They're not viruses at all. Uh, there's a couple of authors out there, Dawn Lester rings a bell, and uh, Bill, someone I think, I don't know, but uh, they wrote a book on what really makes you ill, and uh, yeah, they, they did actually a good job for uh, laymen, people that aren't trained, because uh, I reckon the more trained you are in allopathic medicine, the more stupid you can get in, uh, in your medical outlook. Uh, uh, so yeah, there's a f so a few little impressions out there with uh, exosomes and you know germ theory doesn't exist. Uh, people, there's people that subscribe to uh, terrain theory. Now I'm not fully onto that either. Uh, we're grandiose to uh, to really know what's going on. I don't feel that we catch diseases. No, 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 no. A lot of disease is nutrient deficiency based, and that's why I'm here pushing the 44. Right. Before I digress again, uh, uh, isolating things like COVID, things like measles, things like smallpox, whatever, whatever, whatever's out there, plagues, you know, plagues in the past, uh, they're, they're probably viral things, but anyway, uh, so, uh, oh, I'm going I'm to digress again, uh, 
back, back in the bubonic plague, uh, the Black Death, uh, what is it, 13th, 14th century, whatever it was, 13th, mid 14th century. Anyway, uh, there's something to indicate that um, you know, the, the fish were dying in the rivers. So how are the fish catching disease from from pre priests going from house to house and people coughing on each other and that sort of thing? Oh, okay. who, who knows? Uh, some, some say there was uh, remote volcanic activity uh, spewing poison poison all over Europe and that's what that was. Who knows? Who knows? Anyway, this is just a quick little you know, tidbit on that. So, to what it takes to isolate a virus, even to see a virus, you need an electron microscope. And you just think, oh, electron microscopes, they're just like uh, you know, light mic- microscopes. You just you know, pop it under under a, uh, a slide, you know, put on a slide, pop it under the, the lenses, you know, the 100,000 magnification, whatever the magnification is. And there you, there you go, you can see a virus. No, no, no. Doesn't work that way. Uh, firstly, a virus has to be dead. It has to be flattened. It has to be dyed, and then you put it onto a slide, especially prepared slide with more chemicals, uh, and then you can see the virus. You can't see viruses move. Did you know that? How can you know what you're looking at if it's dead? You squished it, you dehydrated it, you put chemicals through it, you dyed it to make sure that. The electron microscope can sort of pick it up. How do you know you, you got a smallpox or a COVID or a bloody measles or a bloody another corona thing, coronavirus hanging in front of you? How do you how do you bloody know what it is? Oh, the gene, yeah, genetic uh, sequence. Oh, fuck, genetic sequence. Uh, yeah, genetic sequence. Well, apparently the 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 T- TCP. Uh, PCR tests um, the PCR tests are designed to pick up like a sequence of 200 a line, a line of 250 uh, bits of information out of out of 40,000 a particular line that matches up uh, you know, that, that's apparently what, what's happening and uh, then you need to run several cycles so you know there's all this talk about 25 cycles, 37 cycles, 40 cycles, 45 cycles, and uh, apparently after 25 cycles, like, it's just noise, uh, don't know what you're looking at, whatever that means, but, uh, you know, uh, if you do 25 cycles, you, you won't pick up anything, uh, you won't be testing positive for HIV, COVID, or bloody whatever else you're bloody testing for, that's what uh, Kerry Mullis, the PCR, TCPC, PCR, P, yeah, ah. There's another two characters in there, but the PCR test, Kerry Mullis, he, he died in uh, uh, 2019 before the uh, pandemic hit. Um, he said, you know, yeah, you guys, you can't sort of test for, for um, uh, actually make new diagnoses uh, based on this test, and uh, but they're using it wrongly apparently, so I don't know if they killed uh, Kerry Mullis or not, but I don't know, uh, there's conspiracies out there with him as well. But... Uh, yeah, uh, you know, if you run 37 cycles, uh, each cycle apparently is a doubling of uh, the size of whatever data you're looking at or whatever image you're looking at or whatever you're trying to bloody pick up with this PCR test. Like, yeah, It's a bit bit hard to understand. Uh, um, and the reason why I'm just sort of spewing out things that with, without any real conviction or understanding is because it's... <laughs> uh, you don't know what, what to understand, what... what uh, because they're not explaining it well uh, on um, general sort of uh, articles and you know general um, you know if you look up Google that sort of thing uh, they're not really exp- explaining it too well um, I don't really know uh, if they understand really what they're trying to explain but yeah, I, I don't know it, it's, it just doesn't make sense um, and if you if you don't if you don't run forty uh, like forty or forty five cycles, uh, no, you can't possibly like it'll be too many negatives. We need, <laughs> you need to actually have some positive cases, otherwise, you know, we, we can't have a, a pandemic. Uh, heaven forbid uh, running less than twenty five cycles because you won't discover anything. Well, huh, maybe there's nothing to bloody discover. 
You know, I've heard stories of uh, two-year-old blood tests uh, testing positive for, for COVID and a, and a tree testing positive for COVID and uh, all, all those stories as well. I mean, who knows if they're substantiated or not. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, uh, uh, an, elect- an electron microscope, which runs, you know, between a million bucks and six million bucks US to buy, running at, you know, consumables at least 100 bucks an hour plus like 40, 50 bucks an hour for for the techie, the uh, the scientists. You know, it, it's no sh- no average schmo can um, run run these uh, telescopes. Uh, telescopes, <laughs> microscopes, and uh, you know, there's probably one, maybe two in in, in a whole university that uh, you got a book for, I guess. Uh, you know public purse pays for the running of the, the uh, micro- microscope, especially uh, in, in Australia, so yeah, there's a lot of uh, crappy science being done. From things that are squashed, dehydrated, killed, died, and then, oh, that's what we're looking at, we're looking at COVID, like, really? How do you know it's not a micro- uh, exosome, or a bloody, or a cell from a fly, or, uh, you know, what do you think, uh, you know, how do you know what you're looking at? Yeah, and uh, so that's my that's a quick added bonus in uh, extra COVID talk. Yeah, well, you know uh, how many people have died died now? Uh, is it what, five five million? Uh, is it ten million? I, I don't know. But uh, if you run long enough, um, it'll be bigger than the amount of people died during the Spanish flu. If it runs for five years and people fall downstairs and die, die of COVID, oh yeah. I like to know, uh, see Worldometer, like uh, what, what people are dying from, like whether there's uh, lower incidence of uh, cancer deaths and cardiovascular deaths and a huge spike in COVID deaths. Uh, uh, respiratory uh, distress, death, COVID. A lot of my thoughts on uh, COVID uh, don't aren't really coming out too well in in this uh, episode. Um, I'm not sort of that comfortable of uh, how some of the some of my, my ideas are coming out. So yeah, a little bit of apologies there, but uh, you you can get the the scope or the feeling that you know where I'm coming from at least. Uh, maybe you agree or disagree, but um, even if I steel manned the uh, the COVID pandemic and if uh, vaccines actually work, even if um, I'm still steel manning it and uh, comply uh, with you know the thoughts on COVID and the vaccines, the, the, the dangers of COVID and the, that uh, the, the the vaccine is uh, preventing us from getting COVID, which uh, yeah, that's another whole issue. Uh, doesn't prevent you from, from getting infected, it just prevents you from having a disease process, like, yeah, that, uh, that's odd, that uh, line of thinking, and how, how can a person that's, uh, that's an asymptomatic carrier spread something if they're not coughing or sneezing on anyone either, so that's another red herring moment for uh, the idea of this COVID thing. So, continuing on the steel man argument, if it if it is real and uh, the, that the vaccines are helping, well, if if you're eating gluten and oils and sugars and nitrates, nitrites, these four categories of food that uh, you need to avoid, well, it's not going to be effective. You you won't be absorbing the uh, the vaccine too well. Yeah, it doesn't go through your uh, small intestine and it doesn't reach your liver going through your arm, but um, yeah, there's other ways, uh, there's, there's other ab- absorption issues in the anatomy that um, that need to be considered. And uh, if you're eating those four classes of uh, bad food, which need to be ruled out, need, need to be ceased immediately. 
uh, well, you know, the vaccine won't help you, I don't think. By using the, the steel man argument, saying that COVID is real, vaccines work. But, uh, you know, I've uh, highlighted a, a few examples of um, you know, countries where COVID is rampant versus countries that, that uh, COVID isn't too rampant and the countries where the where COVID isn't too rampant, using another steel man argument, so, you know, assuming that the epidemiological evidence um, is real also, uh, the data is real, you know, this many people are dying in the US, this many in China and all that sort of thing. Well, you know, the Chinese don't eat as much as, as much gluten as the, as the US and that's why the US has more cases. How about that? I'm steel manning the argument, I'm agreeing that uh, the COVID is real now. Uh, the difference in uh, deaths uh, compared to like, say, let's, let's say Mexico and Nigeria. Nigeria, handful of deaths from COVID. Mexico, suffering. Uh, hundreds of thousands of deaths. And what's the difference there? Well, Nigeria, you know, a bit more wheat, uh, uh, more rice based uh, much less gluten intake uh, Mexico so much gluten that they're uh, probably the second most obese nation um, on the planet so well I think they are actually uh, China, uh, China Mexico might be per capita uh, second most obese country so I think Mexico used to be the most obese, but now they're the second most because so, the US is leaping, leaping in leaps and bounds and uh, getting fatter and fatter. Oh, it's because of COVID, you know, the average millennial has put on 40 pounds, this and that. Well, let's just say the average millennial is, uh, is born at a time when mineral depletion in the soil is so advanced that uh, they're hardly getting any minerals at all and uh, they're becoming sicker earlier, fatter earlier, growing older earlier, growing balder quicker earlier, greying earlier, wrinkle, more wrinkles, uh, all that sort of thing. And uh, yeah, it's, it's all diet and nutrient issues. Uh, too much gluten, too much oils, too much sugar, too much nitrates, nitrites and not enough of the four micronutrients. And that's what's making the US more fatter, more unwell than the rest of the world. But the rest of the world is quickly catching up. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they're catching up big time. Uh, I, I was at Costco last night and uh, I thought, oh shit, yeah, this is what the US is all about. All those supersized um, pica foods, you know, all that processed stuff, you know, kilo tins of, you know, flavor, uh, milk flavoring stuff, and massive boxes of chocolates and chips, and uh, you know, frozen meals and pizzas, massive pizzas. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, I took advantage of um, some of the Costco benefits of um, you know, massive amount of uh, laundry type gear uh, that I bought. Bought a few items of clothing and. Yeah, some toiletries, razors, that sort of thing. They they do do pretty well. But uh, yeah, I tell you what, for when I was still fat, uh, less than a year ago, oh shit, I would have gone went to town last night. But oh, I tell you what, it w- would have been nice. Like I saw the the deli section and the and the, um, the deli and the junk food. And, oh shit, <laughs> I would have gone to town. But uh, yeah, I, I still have memories of it, and I still my my mouth watered. Hey. Well, um, but yeah, it, it was easy to like. I wasn't craving it. Like you, you just, um, you know, you have the m- memories of ah, oh, the salami, ah, oh, the the chips and the chocolate and the whatever else, you know, the deli food and ah. Oh. So uh, yeah. Oh yeah, the bakery section. Ooh, that, even that looked alright. But um, that's only like a legacy memory thing. Wouldn't it be nice? Like you know, I sometimes smell bacon and eggs. Uh, I could go the eggs bit, uh, no worries, but the bacon, nah, that's gone. Uh, nitrates, nitrites, it's got to be gone. It's got to be gone. 
even though it's keto for people. People that, people that are on keto or carnivore diet have heaps of bacon, well, far out. You're, you're getting oils, you're getting nitrates, nitrites. You're still going to die earlier if you're doing keto in that way. I'm un, unintentionally keto, uh, very dairy heavy, uh, very eggy, some meat, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, very, very little vegetables, no, no fruit. Certainly no oils and, and gluten and sugar. So, uh, yeah, that's the theme on uh, the added uh, bonus bits of information about COVID and isolating the virus. Even, you know, steel manning. I, I steel manned. <laughs> Even though it felt so weird. Oh, COVID's real, don't you know? And, uh, even if it's real, do the 44, you will benefit. If I'm insane and uh, saying that it's crap, that COVID is crap, uh, still do the 44, still do it, still eliminate those four, four food categories, the gluten, the oils, the sugar and the nitrates and nitrites, those four categories and, and uh, add those micronutrients that I talked about, all those 90 plus micronutrients, uh, you'll be right, like me. Within days, I was getting right with some things and uh, in a few short weeks with other things and the weight loss started to really melt away after the first month. I was still making a few mistakes with uh, uh, with, with the diet and um, I was still eating uh, quite a bit because I was just used to uh, just instead of eating once or twice a day I was still eating uh, three and four times a day because that's I was just used to it it was just a habit thing and after a couple of weeks like well, why am I sitting down to to this like I'm not really that hungry it's just yeah, and you just have to fa- face up that uh, we don't really need to be eating that much we don't need 2,000 calories no, no, no. eating is for kids and more and more so like uh kids of today they got to also go on the 44 yes people are a bit funny about giving kids um, supplements you know the micronutrients that I advocate it's the same as giving them a, a banana like don't give ch- children a banana it's got potassium in it like what what are you fucking talking about so yeah uh, you need to supplement your kids too especially if they if they're getting a bit podgy or obese uh, they got nutrient deficiencies um, Oh, you know, what, what can I do? They always go to the cupboard. Well, fucking stop having shit in the cupboard, you know? Yeah. Oh, but they'll get it, get it at parties and all that sort of thing. Well, you know, uh, chaperone them at the party. Well, don't allow them to go to parties. Uh, sometimes you're going to make health decisions which uh, are a bit supposedly uh, cruel to the child. Fucking what's cruel? Chips, chocolate, lollies, that's fucking cruel. Are you kidding me? Ugh. Yeah, I, you know, I wouldn't uh, leave a child, my, my child, uh, unsupervised at a at a birthday party. No, no I'm going with them uh, up to a, at least age 12 plus. Not just uh, okay, what I crapped on about with, uh, with the diet thing but uh, just other risks out there you know yeah, I think you know what I'm talking about so yeah I'm not going to expose my child to uh, to predators out there so uh, get on the 44 and if COVID is real you probably won't get it if you're on the 44 if you do get it you're not going to show shit no symptoms because Hey, this, this stuff is uh, the real deal. Real health. This is real health. Don't know how you expect to be healthy when you restrict the amount of food that you eat to lose weight and then you're healthy. Hmm. You may look, look healthy for the time being, but let's see how you go in 10 years. You're probably going to be 50 pounds 50 pound heavier, wrinkly, grey, because all your physical activity and uh, restriction equals uh, less nutrients going on board and even if you're you know, consuming 4,000 calories a day it's all probably 
Cheetos and Cheetos bacon and bread and, and you know, you're still not getting enough nutrients. So yeah, even you know that steel man argument, uh, you need 2,000 calories or more just to get all the nutrients. Well, that's right. Where do you get the nutrients from? You can't get it. That's the real answer. You can't get it. You need to be uh, supplementing in this day and age. Our current food supply is not rich in the minerals that we need especially because it's not in the soils it's not in the soils it doesn't get in the in the food and it doesn't get into us and if we're not allowing uh, uh, seasonal floods to occur uh, it won't get into the uh, soils that way either so I've got a whole spiel on that uh, earlier on in this uh, podcast series in, in season one and uh I've mentioned it from, from time to time. Soil, soil depletion is all about uh, dams, you know, mitigating mitigating floods and uh, nutrients not getting into our farm soils. So that's part of that. That's why we're becoming more chronically chronically unwell, uh, unwell, <laughs> unwell, chronically sick, chronic diseases everywhere, obesity everywhere. It's because of that nutrient deficiencies, particularly minerals. A lot of empty calories in our gluten processed foods uh, even even the vegans are taking out their pica uh, if not on um, on gluten if you're vegan and gluten tell you what I bet you're taking in a lot of oils and sugars you're still going to die young yes oh boy if any, uh, this is r- resonating with you or making sense please reach out hey get on the 44 and I'm not going to name what uh, supply I'm going with because you're going to fail if you don't do it right and I'm trying to uh, actually one of the future episodes uh, maybe fourth or fifth one along from now uh, I'm going to just nail down the regime fail safe wise there will be some individual sort of oh gee I can't do that or can't do this and that yeah well um, all the principles that I share in all the episodes will be in one place one place so that's coming up very shortly at the rate I produce these episodes it'll be in the week so COVID, whether it's real or not, take the 44. Hopefully uh, that insight about uh, what it takes to even see something under a microscope, uh, an electron microscope, just uh, makes you think a bit more. So, uh, you know, what's, you know, some of, the, some of you that are thinking, you know, my comment just, just before about uh, what's really making us ill, no, it's not vaccines, it's not pollution, it's not hormones, and it's not uh, toxic substances, drugs, smoking, alcohol, and, and dietary choices. It's nutrient deficiencies. Yep. I'm trumping you all if you're thinking that it's something else. I was on the vaccine bandwagon for a while. And the more I sort of advocated against vaccines, it's, it's probably not... Nah, yeah... It's not doing us any good, but is it actually harming us that, that bad? Oh, it's probably benign. It's probably not doing anything. So that, that, that's uh, my current stance on vaccines. And if it is making, uh, if it's made your child or children autistic, well, fuck, uh, I sympathise if that's real, objectively, really what's happened. I really sympathise, but uh, yeah. But... Uh, you know, there, there's ways to improve uh, mental health if uh, your child is cognitively impaired or uh, autistic and that involves a lot of cholesterol intake yeah, a lot of saturated fats and eggs just beef it up and you'll find that uh, within months your child will probably well not probably but my conviction is that they will show much better behaviour signs much better functioning science. There's a couple of anecdotes where 
children have actually eliminated their autism from doing this particular regime. Yeah, yeah. Uh, albeit, like, uh, you know, the, the children that I worked for, they weren't uh, too far along the spectrum, like they weren't in diapers or hitting their heads, you know. Um, but they, they weren't apparently autistic anymore, so, yeah. Increase the saturated fats and the eggs, which is cholesterol intake. No, it's not going to. Cholesterol is not bad for our cardiovascular system. It's oils. It's the oils that is stuffing up our cardiovascular health. Okay. And uh, I think there's a whole episode on that there uh, in this series somewhere, as in in the first series. Yeah. But uh, before I start rambling crap even more yes the whole thing was probably crap in some people's eyes but I'll I'll pretty much stop there I, I you know I'll go between half an hour and 50 minutes that's uh, pretty much what my average is at the moment so I'll, I'll quit it there uh, if any of this is resonating I do welcome people to reach out on one of the portals in the show notes that's all for now Ciao for now. Ah, oh, not so bloody fast. Um, I forgot to uh, mention a few things um, about this COVID bloody thing. Um, do we really believe? Do you really, really believe? Or do they really believe? Or uh, are they actually right about whether the virus um, originated from a Wuhan lab? You know, the level four biosecurity lab in Wuhan if it is a bioweapon it's a pretty crappy weapon with a point what is it point oh two six uh, death uh, death rate uh, eh, don't know um it's a pretty crappy attempt at a weapon. If it is a weapon at all. And uh, if it's not a weapon, if it just originated and uh, originated in the lab and it just escaped and oh my god, it's out. It's out there. It's a pretty, pretty crappy, crappy virus. It's a crappy illness. Oh, but people died. Well... You know, people die all the time. Uh, old people die all the time. Did you know that uh, up to 25%, uh, usually 20% in Western countries, of all deaths are nursing home deaths? That's right. So, uh, people die all the time. And some may recall all this uh, all the um, ventilator uh, treatment early on uh, no one's being challenged at the how, how wrong putting people on ventilators really was it was so wrong that it should be classed as um, gross medical negligence and some even say People should be tried for for mass murder with this sort of thing. So, yeah, uh, the experts, those PhDs in the lab coats, uh, they were wrong, weren't they? Yeah. So. That's just a couple of things I wanted to wanted to add uh, to my rant about uh, the COVID thing. So that's all. I just wanted to add that. Ciao for now, proper. Oh, but wait. Oh, I forgot another thing about this COVID thing. This is relating to the vaccines. Um, there has been nothing that I've come across that examines 
any of the vaccine companies, any of the vaccines that are out there um, regarding COVID. The, uh, the pharmacokinetics, where the um, where the spike proteins go, where the vaccine contents go in the body, and pharmacodynamics, what happens when those vaccine components reach those bits of the body. There's nothing, there is nothing in the literature about how these vaccines interact, how they operate in the body. This is mainly due to the classification of vaccines. Vaccines are, are not a medicine. They are considered considered <laughs> they they're considered a um, a biologic. They're not a medicine. They are a biologic, and that's why there's no literature on the pharmacokinetics and the pharmacodynamics of um, of the COVID vaccine. We don't know what it does inside the body. How about that? Anyway, I just I wanted to add that one, one more little little bit of insight in my more COVID talk episode. So that's all for now. Properly. <laughs> no more. No more additions. Okay, that's it. Thank you.